get with the mind. We know, God, that everything else in our lives can fail and fall short, God. But you, you're always on time. You know how to work things out, God, when we're still trying to figure them out. Father, we thank you right now, Lord, for being our keeper, our provider, our way maker. And above all, God, we thank you for being our Savior. For making a way for us, Lord, that that we can look beyond, Lord, with hope of things yet to come, Lord. So we give you praise and we give you honor. Lord, we bless each and every one that's here. Lord, we pray for those that are online streaming, God. We pray, God, for this nation and the world around us. God, that your name will be lifted up and magnified in all corners of the earth. That you would get glory, honor, and praise. Have your way. Move, hallelujah, upon this earth, Lord. Move in this place today. Speak to our hearts and our minds. We glorify you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Amen. We can just want to welcome everybody here. Thank God for another day that he's given us. Amen. Truly, I keep saying it, but you know what? I'm, I'm glad that I know Jesus. I said, I'm glad. Amen. And I'm glad that he knew me and brought me when I was deep in sin. And he's been working things ever since. And I just give him glory right now. Amen. And we thank God for everyone that's here with us again. And we just pray that the Lord will speak to your hearts today. You know, as we're moving throughout this week and getting closer and closer to the 25th when we celebrate. You know, think about what the the Christmas story really meant. You know, we talked about it, you know, this week, this past week in Bible study, and we were looking at, you know, just all the things that it really means. It meant that he was a God that wanted to forgive sin. He It said that he was a God of all people. He came, amen, not just for us to have a holiday. He came so that we could have eternity with him. He came to deliver us from ourselves, amen, and from, from a dying. And we thank him, amen, because it's easy to, to focus on this and that and what's coming and what may not come and be disappointed with this gift or that gift or what we can't give or, you know, all those, don't, 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 don't get mixed up in all that so much so that you forget that we got the best gift of all. You know, they talk about a gift that keeps on giving. This is one that keeps on living. Amen. They're each and every day alive in our lives, God, and moving and blessing us. So we just thank him, amen. We're excited, amen, just to still be here, still have a mind to magnify his name and give him glory. And I know the word that's going to come this morning, I believe, is going to bless our hearts and our minds. Amen. So right now we're going to have a special selection. Amen. And right after that, we're going to receive the word of God. And I pray that we're ready to hear what the Lord has to say. Amen. But as we're, you know, just receiving this morning, think about what he really means to you. What this time of year and, you know, what the the real celebration really means to you. Not the person next to you or, you know, someone else, but what it really means to you. Let's stand on that and trust God. Come on. Amen. Let's stand on that and trust God. 
Amen, amen, amen. You deserve the glory. 
You deserve the glory. You deserve the glory. You deserve the glory more than we need. You deserve the glory. You deserve the glory. Oh, you deserve the glory. You deserve the glory. Oh. Adore him. Kneel down. Before Come him. let us adore him him who is he that we are adoring you know I think about the song that the children you guys did such a good job just thanking God for our children as they came up to worshiping to give God what they have in their heart to give and I was thinking about uh, a song that when I was younger and you guys possibly many of you might have sung it but it was called um, Sweet Little Baby Boy. Remember, born in a manger. And they went on to say, Sweet Little Baby Boy, but they didn't know who you were. They didn't know who you were. And I thought about that, that it's always a joy in most cases that when we behold a newborn baby, there's always uh, for that mom that's been waiting and the family that's been waiting, there's just that um, joy of when that baby comes and, and when you look into the baby's face. And there's a sense of many times of adoration over, the, you know, just looking at the baby, the five fingers, and, you know, ten fingers, ten toes. You're looking at everything to see if it's there. And, and there's just this sense of holy um just a holiness about if anyone's ever been in a labor and delivery room and you've seen a baby that 
come forth. There's, I don't care how many times I've done it and been there. I never lose the sense of this holy adoration of a God who could create such a being. And every time I look, I, I, I never ceases to, I'm overwhelmed. I don't care. It doesn't even have to be my child working in labor and delivery just to see that baby come forth, there's always been just something in my heart that would just be filled with this awe of our creator who, who could make all that to happen in the dark. In the dark. In the dark, he made me. In the dark, he made you. And But when we come out into the light, it's so amazing that he did all this stuff in the dark. And then when you see this baby that comes out and you see the features and, and you see the likeness of this baby to the parents, and it's, it just shows you how amazing our God is. He's the only, only one that can do such amazing things in the dark, all right? Because darkness has to flee when God is in control of things. So I was just thinking about today, um, our, our title is going to be Let There Be Light and then Look at the Light. Okay? Let there be light and then look at the light. And so we, we're just going to pray right now, Lord. We just thank you. God, we are thankful that you came from heaven to earth just for us. God, that you would step out into darkness, into the darkness of this world, oh God, to bring us light, oh God, to bring us light in those dark places that tries to overwhelm us, consume us. But God, you have come. The light is here. And Father, because the light is here, God, all you ask for us to do is look at the light. Look at the light and be saved. Look at the light light and be redeemed. Look at the light. And so, God, we know that there's so much going on and so much darkness surrounds this world and is in this world. But you still bid us to come and look at the light. And so, Lord, we pray today that no matter what's going on in anyone's life, those that are here this morning, those that are watching this morning, no, much, no matter how much darkness surrounds them, oppresses them, God, that you still give the invitation, look at the light. And that light is more than a baby boy. That light is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is the light of the world. And God, we just thank you right now. In the name of Jesus, amen. Let there be light. Look to the light. I'm going to start with Genesis 1, 1 through 5. In the beginning, God prepared, formed, fashioned, and created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and an empty waste, and darkness was upon the face of the very great deep. The Spirit of God was moving, hoovering, brooding over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And God saw that the light was good, suitable, pleasant, and he approved it. And God separated the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning one day. We're going to go on into the New Testament, and it says, 
John 1, in John 1, 1 through 5, it talks about in the beginning. It says, in the beginning, before all time, was the Word, Christ. And the Word was with God. Christ was with God. And the Word was God himself. Christ is God himself. Powerful things that we got to get our hearts ready for this light. Because we don't want to be in part of that song and we don't know who you really are. When we don't know what, what who someone is or what they represent or what gift they are, we will abuse it. We'll misuse it. We won't use it according to all the power of that gift because we don't know what it really is. So in the beginning before all time was the word which is Christ, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God himself. He was present originally with God. All to existence through him, and without even one thing made that has come into being. In him was life, and the life was and the light, life was the light of men. And the light shines on in the darkness. And I love this. I want y'all to get this about this. It says, and the light shines on in the darkness, for the darkness has never overpowered it, put it out, or absorbed it, or appropriated it, and is unreceptive to it. What it's saying is that the light, it overpowers darkness, okay? So no matter how much, it can never put, you know, darkness can never uh, uh, overpower light. Right? Once this room could be very, very dark. Once we click on them lights, what happens? Darkness is dispelled. I was walking around, you know, um, in my room and uh, at night, you know, to get, you know, to the bathroom. And the room can be very dark, you know what I'm saying? But I always tell my husband, you know, I just, all I need is a little light, okay? Just, just, just a little light. You know, it, it can be the little um, light plug-in, you know, that, you, have you guys had those kind of plug-ins, you plug in, well, night lights, okay, you, they can be just that, you know, just that little light, or if that's not there, just click my, my cell phone light on, I, everything's going to be all right, but when it's really, 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 really dark, you know what I'm saying, I mean, there's, I find myself stumbling around, hitting something, walk, but just a little light, I want everybody to know there's just a little light, Okay, a little light can dispel darkness. A little light can stop us from stumbling. A little light. And so he's saying in John that in the beginning that there was the word and the word, the word was Christ. The word Jesus Christ is the word. And also it goes on to say, and the word was with God. But I love the most powerful is and the word was God himself. Christ was God himself. And it says he came into existence. Everything was made by him. But it lets us know that he is the light. And the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness has never overpowered it. Never. Who is he talking about? The lightness, it is never, darkness has never overpowered the one that we serve. Never overpowered it. And so in these times when we're walking in, in, in the world today, and, you know, I hear so many people, bah humbug Christmas, or this is the worst Christmas ever, and, and there's nothing to celebrate. That's because we don't know who he is. And we don't know 
who we're serving. And we don't know that despite all this darkness that's in this world today, it cannot overpower the light of the world. Amen? Light is the first of the Creator's works. And in manifesting the divine operation, a world that is darkness and chaos without it. Without light, yes, this world would be just total darkness and chaos. Light, though, is the revelation of God's love in Jesus Christ and the penetration of God's love into life darkened by sin. The penetration. Light penetrates our darkness. Aren't you so glad we have Jesus Christ? It penetrates our lives that have been darkened by sin. In John 1, 6 to 18, I'm going to look at these scriptures because I want you to look and let the light of revelation come. Who we're serving. Who, as we look and we think about the baby boy and we think about, you know, the promised Messiah that was promised in the Old Testament to come and be a savior to the world. We, we, every time we celebrate Christmas, we remind ourselves that he's not just coming. He's already came, okay? Believers know that he's already came. The light of the world, the Messiah, the Savior, he's here today. He's here right now, all right? And I... to penetrate every dark place and that light comes through Jesus Christ who is the light of the world in John 1 6 through 18 it says there came a man sent from God now these verses today are kind of like going to be storytelling about our Savior there came a man sent from God whose name was John now, if you remember, John was a forerunner. He was the forerunner of Jesus Christ. He was to come and to prepare the world for when Jesus came into the world. And since there came a man sent from God whose name was John, this man came to witness that he might testify of the light, that all men might believe in it, adhere to it, trust it, and rely upon it through him. He was not the light himself but came that he might bear witness regarding the light. There it was. The true light was then coming into the world, the genuine, perfect, steadfast light that illumines every person. He came into the world, and though, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. What I was telling you about. They did not know him. Though the light came, they did not know him. He came to that which belonged to him, to his own, his domain, creation, things, world, and they who were his own did not receive him and did not welcome him. And you know, I was thinking last night when I was walking the room, like a, a person that creates anything, okay? You, you know, a, you have a creation and you create anything, there's a certain sense of joy when you create it. But most things that we, we don't create, you know, people are like God created people. We create inanimate things that, you know, the flower arrangement or, you know, these kind of things that we can look and we can have so much joy. But what God did was more than just trees and things like that. He created people. And I thought about it like, man, 
on a level of a parent, okay? Although we didn't create our children, okay? God. Children where you want them to love you. You didn't want, you didn't want to create children that didn't love you, right? You didn't want to create children that didn't give you any honor, right? I mean, just, just on a level of, you know, humanistic, just that kind of level of a parent. You didn't want to create children that would not obey you. You wanted to create children that understood your love and, and your giving of love and that they would reciprocate that, right? And as a parent, our, our that out of that that person that can give love back and when I was walking around the room last night I just felt this overwhelming sense of sadness I was just like God created us you know he could have just made a tree <laughs> he could have just stopped right there with nature right he could have stopped with nature but he wanted someone created in his image okay that would give him back love. And I thought to myself, I began to feel really sad because I thought, how sad that, because I know how sad I, I've been where uh, one of my children, they're upset with me or, 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 or they're not showing that love back. We, you know, we get upset at people not showing love back, right? So our creator who fashioned us, who made us, who made us in his image, who put the breath of life in us. And I thought about how many times he doesn't get any love back. I felt so sad, Amanda. I was like, that must be when you look down on what you have poured your love out on. But the object of his affection doesn't give any affection back to him. Now I know I I know right in here we don't we love God and we're showing God that, right? I'm just saying in the sense of the whole world. He died for the whole he created us all to give him pleasure. He created us all to be his friend. He created us all to walk with us, to talk with us. And I thought, man, that must be so sad to love somebody so intensely. That you would die for them, but not to get that affection back. It said, he came to them which belonged to him, to his own, his domain. This is his, this world. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The creation, the things, the world. And they who were his own did not receive him and did not welcome him. And sometimes we stop right there with the Jews. But let's come on up to every nation, every tongue. Did not receive him. And how how sad that must have hurt the creator and hurts him every day heart. But it says, to as many as did receive and welcome him. Aren't you glad you did? Look what he gave us. He gave the authority, the power, the privilege, the right. To become the children of God. That here to trust in and rely on who old now listen to this, you guys, when we come to God, 
who owe their birth neither, because sometimes we say, I had a bad family, I, I had a bad upbringing, I had neither mother nor father. Or, but what it says, who owe their birth neither to bloods nor to the will of the flesh, that of man, that but God, they are born of God. That's what the light needs to come in. It needs to penetrate with truth that we are born. We were here. We're here because God wanted us here. Okay, we're not no mistakes. We're here because God, whether Mama wanted to, Daddy didn't want to. We're here because God wanted us to be here, and we are believers. And the word. Christ became flesh. Here's another, here's another place we're going to find who he really is. And the word Christ became flesh. Human, incarnate, and tabernacle, fixed his tent of flesh, lived a while among us. And we actually saw his glory, his honor, his majesty, such glory as an only begotten son receives from his father, full of grace, favor, loving kindness, and truth. John testified about him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me has priority over me, for he was before me. He takes rank above me, for he existed before I did. He has advanced before me, because he was he is my chief. For out of his fullness abundance we have all received all had a share, and we were all supplied with one grace after another, and spiritual blessings upon spiritual blessing, and even favor upon favor, and gift heap upon gift. This, this, this is what God's telling us. This is what we get through Christ, you guys. We get grace after grace, all right? Favor upon favor, and gift heaped upon gift. You know, sometimes in our life, though, because things are going on, okay? I can give you a, 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 a litany of things that's going on in my life right now that could make you think, well, where's the gift? Because we don't know who he is. He's the gift. And so when we say favor upon favor, gift upon gift, grace, and I love that, grace upon grace, grace to go through, grace to still stand, grace to have hope, it keeps happening in our lives, even though darkness tries to encroach our life through pain, through despair, through all the distressing things that happen. God wants us to know that he has given us grace. It's in the spiritual realm that we discount gifts. Do you understand that? We see gifts as those things that are tangible, that those things that we can feel and touch. We forget that it's in the spiritual is the gifts that remain. They're the gifts that remain. They're the gifts that nothing can be, you know, taken away from us as we walk through those gifts. No man has ever seen God at any time. The only unique son or the only begotten God, who is in the bosom, in the intimate presence of the Father, he has declared him, he has revealed him, and brought him where he can be seen. He has interpreted him, and he has made him known. Now this is what you guys, he has revealed him. That's what light does. Light, light makes things known. <laughs> light reveals things that otherwise would still be in darkness. When Jesus Christ came to the, to the earth, that was his whole point, is to make his father known so that we would know who we're serving, that we would know whom we believe in, 
and that we would know that he is almighty, all-knowing, all-loving, all-caring, despite the darkness. I want y'all to understand, despite the darkness. God did not, on the day that he uh, looked out upon the earth and, and darkness was upon the earth, he didn't totally eradicate darkness. Do you guys understand that? He could just say, light all day, right? He, he could just say, light, but he didn't totally eradicate the darkness. Darkness had a purpose, right? And there was a separation. It was where you could separate it. There was a distinct, once everything's dark, there's no distinguished. Nothing to distinguish anything else. But what, when light comes, there becomes a distinguishment in all things, okay? So wherever light is, it lets you know where dark is, right? And so light and dark was very important. That's what I'm saying. It's very important. We would say take the dark away, right? But God knew what he was doing. So God, God's light through his son is living, and it dispels darkness. The same thief that was in the garden in the beginning is the same thief that's here today. The same thief, Satan, who comes to darken our mind with doubt, despair, distress, to try to make us not see Jesus as the light. Same one that talked to Eve is the same one that talks to us. And the only way that gets us through it is to know the light of the world. Jesus is the light. If we look to the light, God's light energizes, it empowers, it strengthens, and it imparts if we would just look to the light. In John 8, 12, it says, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness. I was thinking... If we would just do what the word said, I mean, just take it, just, just take it, just like the word said. Just, we don't add nothing, we don't put no buts, we don't, you know, a lot of times we put all this but to it. But if we, we just t- took the word purely, at, have you ever just, you're looking at the word and you, you're somewhere. And when the light comes to the word, you, you add a but, okay? Okay, love your enemies, but surely you can't me. I'm going to love her, but surely you can't. We add these, but I just thought how simple it would be if we would take the light of the word purely as the light that is to bring us out of the things that's trying to hold us. If, if, if in the light of the word, it says love your enemies, I'm just going to love my enemy. Because it said love your enemy. And we would not put that, but I thought about at my house, I, some of y'all might have it, but we have dimmers in our, di- in our dining room. Okay, so you can, you can dim the light for ambiance or, you know, uh, let's think about it. Because I want y'all to think about it. Because as God was showing me, I started laughing because it was like we have dimmers in the natural, you know, because we want to create a certain ambiance ambiance thank you <laughs> um that we dim our lights down for moods 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 i want to say it again we got these dimmers and we're dimming the light down for to create a mood make me feel more mellow make me make me feel more warm dimming the light down but 
can I tell you the light of Jesus Christ? And I don't know about you guys, but we buy these lights. Like, see, this light, this light in here is, I don't like it. Okay? Y'all might like it, but I don't like it. My husband laughs. I don't like any yellow to lights. I, it just, it makes things look, say it again. Who said that? Dingy. It, it just, I, ugh. I like light to be bright. I like, you know, and, and most of the time, so we buy these lights, you know, to yellow out, to mellow out, to, to dim down, to, to, so, so we don't have to pay a high price. We get these different kind of light bulbs that saves energy and all. But I'm so glad God's not like that. You guys, I'm telling you, I'm glad he's, he's trying to tell us that in Christ, the light is bright. It's not dingy. It's not where we don't know that, the, you know, like lights can be a little dingy and you don't see all the dirt. Everything looks kind of yellow and so everything kind of fades in. The dirt kind of fades in on the carpet. But you get that bright light. Uh, like at night, you can turn the light on in my living room when the carpet's not clean. It'll be okay. So everything looks kind of dingy, okay? So it kind of fades in. We kind of accept it. But when you get up in the morning and you open those windows up and the natural bright light comes, you go, oh, my God, I got to I gotta do this carpet. Why? Because the light is so bright. It shows up everything. And that's who Jesus came. He didn't come for us to walk around in this mood kind of my mood today I'm going to dim the light today I don't want to walk in that word today I'm going to dumb it down a little bit so I can I can taste it I can you know what I'm saying it, I, I, I can eat that if but if you say love your enemies and forgive everyone that's that's gonna be too hard so my mood light I'm going to dim it down, okay? I'm going to dim it down so, so I, I might can walk that out. God, if you shine that light, if I have to take it like you said, I don't think I can handle that. But Jesus said because we do that mood thing and we're walking to, according to our moods and, we're, and dimming things down, we don't get the reward of the light because the light came to show us everything. And the light came to show us, to get us all. To show us every aspect that might be stealing something from us. We walk in a weakness when we're not walking with the pure light of God. And Jesus came to be that light. And he said, I am the light of the world. And he said, if you will just follow me. Okay? Follow me. Um, we have a, a kind of way that we follow sometimes, right? Um, I follow, let's say Pastor David, because it's funny. But I follow Pastor David when we're driving. I usually follow him with the intent to beat him home. That's my intention. And so when I follow him, I'm following him so, you know, I'm following him. But I just know in my mind, if I take that road right there, I'm going to irk around there and I'm cut through. And I'm, okay? We do that in the spirit. Okay? God has a way. and He's told us the way. He always beats me, you guys, too. Always. I, he has, I haven't beat him one time. But I don't know. And there we go. See, Spirit, I don't know why I haven't learned that. But I just keep on saying, I'm going to go down this road, and I'm going to go around, and I'm going to be, okay? But in the Spirit, God is saying, I'm the light. I am the way. There is no other way. I'm
so that he could be the light and that we he said men walk in darkness and they love darkness you know they love darkness so i don't want to be that person that loves over light i don't want to be that person that feels like my way is the best way pastor david says i'm hearing you pastor linda we'll see what happens the next time we go home amen john 8 and 12 G in the message says jesus once again addressed them i am the world's light no man who follows me stumbles around in the darkness i provide plenty of light to live in <laughs> plenty of god said i provide plenty of light that sweet little baby boy he was more than a baby he was he's more than a man he was salvation's plan you guys he was to show us how to walk safe live safe come out victorious because he was the light he was the light for when he came and all of their mixed up notions and mixed up theology and 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 you know that hypocritical way they lived he was the light that came in and you know what i i i know this so sometimes i want to say this god let me said said last night there is nothing better than the word in any situation. He said that to me. So don't you know that sometimes I, okay, let's say in any situation, sometimes when me and David were going, Pastor David was going through things, and somebody came up there and they gave me a word from, from God, okay, my thought was, you don't know what I'm going through. You aren't walking this marriage, and you aren't feeling what I'm feeling. I don't want to hear that right now. We all have done it. But God told me to tell you that's just your flesh. That is not your spirit. Your spirit yearns for the word of God. will fight against it it will be repulsed again it will be angry about it but i mean your flesh but your spirit your spirit is saying yes your spirit is wanting to be fed the word your spirit is wanting to know the word your spirit is wanting to be reminded of the light of the word is the only thing the only and sometimes we are in situations longer than we need to be in because we will not let the light penetrate that darkness there's sometimes we want to just take the blanket of darkness and just wrap it around us because right now i'm not ready for that right now i'm not ready for the word right now i believe like eve that god is not being fair god is not being right god is not fair. but we need the light in john 9 4 through 5 it says I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Man, I thought about what a boast, what to be able to boast that. You know what I'm saying? As long as I'm in the world. I mean, I didn't think just about Jesus. I thought about me. You know what I'm saying? As long as I am in the world, I'm the light of the world. And I was, I was like, 
whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, there's been some dark days, and I've been darkness all by myself. And I said, but he makes this boast that as long as I am in the world, I'm the light of the world. And I was like, well, you know, I thought to myself, well, you know what? That's because he's Jesus, of course. You know, he's in the world, and he's the light of the world. But we're going to find out that in Matthew 5 and 14, he tells us, you are the light of the world. In one place, he says, I am the light of the world. And then Matthew, he comes back and lets us know, you are the light. You, My believers, you are the light of the world. The same statement that he makes should be a statement that we can make. As long as I'm in this world, all right, I am the world's light. In Matthew 5 and 14, he says, you are the light of the world, a city sit on a hill, cannot be hidden. Man, he came. And so I thought to myself, now I could understand Jesus making that boast. As long as I'm in the world, I'm God. I'm God himself. I, I know everything. I can do all things, through, you know, because I am God. I said, now, but he comes back now, he tells me, I'm the light of the world. Well, the same thing that's happened. He said that I and my father are one. And he said, the works that you see me do, I don't do them myself. I do the Father that's in me. He does the works. And so that's how I can be the light of the world. He said, because he said, the works that I do, I don't do it myself. It's what I'm doing myself, my own thing. But he said, the works I do, can we make that boast? I don't do it myself. But the Father that dwells in me. Now, there comes the important part. Are we letting the indweller lead us and do the work? And do the work. Are we putting our hands to something that we should be letting him do the work? Since as long as he's doing the work, his light will show up. When we, when we deny him doing the work, and we're just like, I don't care. This is how I feel today. This is what I'm, then there comes the darkness. And God is letting us know that we need to let him do the work. Come on, you guys. He's the light. That little baby boy came to bring light. And not just to be the light, but he came to impart the light. All right? Not just be the only light. But right in this room, there's just so much light. And that's because he has imparted that light to us. I was looking up the importance of light. And it says that light is an important source of energy. It allows us to find our way around in the daytime. It plays a major role in maintaining good health. And if you just start reading all the stuff that light does, you know what I'm saying? Light is important. And that's why it says when God made light and he saw it, it was good. Because there's so much stuff that light does. Ye are the light. Come on, tell somebody you're the light. You're the light. You're the light of the world. Yes, you are, Jante. You're the light of the world because the Bible says you're the light of the world. In Matthew 5, 13 and 16, it says this. You are the salt of the earth. Now, remember, he's not just talking to Jesus. Jesus is talking to us, you, me. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost its taste, its strength, its quality. Have you ever had that where the salt has lost its taste and it just... You're like, what's wrong? I can't even taste it. Okay, how can its saltness be restored? It is not good for anything any longer but to be thrown out and trodden underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. 
all of us, okay? A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do men light a lamp and put it under a peck measure, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all that's in the house. You guys, let's remember that part. He, because of the power of that baby boy that gave us, came to this world to, to impart light, he lets us know that our light should be put on a, it shouldn't be a hidden thing. You know how we're hidden Christians. We're, we're you know, I'll show up when I'm around the right people. I, I'll show up when it's convenient. I'll, but, but don't get me on my wrong moment or my wrong day because you just might, I mean, I got to, because I'm hoping none of y'all see me because this, you know, but light should be light, Right? We shouldn't have that dimmer button on it. We shouldn't even have a switch. See, at home we can go on, off. But we shouldn't even have a switch, y'all. Too many of us have a switch. And God, you know, how can I stay on all day? God said, through me. Through me, you can stay on all day. All day, all night, in every situation, under every circumstance. You can be the light. You can stay on. Your power is on. I paid the bill, okay? And so, your power can stay. You don't have to worry about that. I paid the bill in this terrible situation, in this tragedy, in this despair, in this death, in this sickness. You can stay. Because I'm the light. I'm the light, but we have to be careful of those switches, okay, that we can turn on and turn off and turn, I'm not feeling it right now, I'm not there right now, God is not about you, I'm nothing, he's about through Jesus Christ, through him. And here I go again, you know, here goes one of those scriptures that, that we would like to dim down, one of those scriptures that we would have a butt to, okay, that I can do all God, you expect me to be joyful and rejoicing always. And again, I say rejoice when I just found out my mama has cancer. Who strengthens us. You guys, God's, God's word walked out is what's going to be the light of the world that we have more power than we are showing people right now. Because when we turn it on and we're in our happy day and we're just like, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I just got a car. I just got a new job. I just got praise the Lord. But then turn around and we get some bad news and our, we go click. The world does the same thing. The world does the same thing. When things are going good, they, they can dance and praise the Lord. I mean, they may not be praise the Lord, but they can dance and be happy and celebratory. But when things go bad, they'll cuss, they'll, they'll drink, they'll, they'll do all. The, but God says we got as a greater light within us. There's a greater power within us. Now, how we show the world is not in our celebratory time. It's through the suffering. It's through the suffering, guys, that we show everybody. That I've got Jesus. And he is the light. He's the light that's within us. You know, sometimes I do not like to talk about these things because I'm going through these things right now. But why God makes me talk about them is because he wants to be the light. 
Did y'all hear what I said? Right now, right now, I want to be a but God, but God, this isn't fair, but God, this isn't the prayer that I asked for. God, I asked for my parents to go out with vitality. I asked God, but God, this is not a but God, but God, but God, and I want to feel, go into a room, close the door, don't talk to anybody, but the light the light comes, and it lets me know that this is where it, the rubber meets the road. This is where it says I have something greater than what the world has. I have a joy, unspeakable, full of glory, a joy that helps me to align myself above the circumstance and see the light of God and begin to he said, in everything give thanks. Oh, God, one of those other verses, y'all, in everything give thanks. One of those verses that the light has to come or else I'm going to be like, in everything, God? But the light says, in everything. And how can I do this? Not by me, you guys, but allowing the light of the word to penetrate my heart, to remind me that God is with me. His wit. His witness is always with us. Jesus, the light of the world. It is the gift that keeps on giving. You guys realize this gift is given through us as we reflect him. I said, Lord, let me reflect you. There should be some rays coming out of, as we look at the sun, we are the rays that should be coming out to the world to speak of his goodness. Not of his goodness just when we think he's good. But Lord, you are good, so good, all the time good. There's a song that we sing, Living He Loved Me, which we celebrate. We celebrate the birth of the baby boy. Oh, the celebrating time. Then we go, dying, he saved me. So we see that there's celebration in what we like, but the dying part, none of us would like it. But if he didn't die, we wouldn't be saved. Barry, he carried my sins far away, and then since rising, he justified Freed me forever. And one day he's coming back, that glorious day. This shows the whole realm of Jesus coming. He came, he was born, okay? He died, buried. There's all that encompassed the full picture. And let the light come to you today. There, there's so much that encompasses your full picture. We came to Christ. We were made alive in him. And that was a wonderful day if anybody thinks about that day. But then there had to come some dying where this flesh had to die from the different things and the different sins. And that's uncomfortable. And that's a place that we don't want to be. But because he lives, we can face tomorrow. Because, because we know, right? Because he holds our future. He's the full meal deal, y'all, that we're going to go through celebration. We're going to go through suffering. And then we're going to go and live with him forever. 
That is the light that God wants us to embrace. God doesn't want us to walk around in amazement. Like, what? What is going on? What is going on? He's already the light that showed us what was going on. He showed us that he came. He showed us that people were walking down the street going, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessing him one day, saying, crucify him the next. He showed us in this walk what we, too, would have to suffer. But he also showed us that at the end, that we will rise and live with him forever. This morning, I hope that lightness would come against the agents of darkness, depression, oppression, false profession, things that we say out of our mouths that does not line up with the word of God, anger, hopelessness that tries to wear us out. But I pray that the light of the world, the voice of truth, come on, that we would not be afraid to speak it and speak to the darkness and speak just like God did in the very beginning. Let there be light. Can you imagine that every time that enemy's telling you something that's crazy, you go, let And you find the light of the word. And you begin to give him that light of the word. The enemy will have to flee because he flees from darkness. We want light. And as our singers come up to sing this selection, we need light to fill up every space, you guys. Because I find within me sometimes I feel like I'm light. I feel like, you know, I got I got this. But there's some places that the enemy knows. And that place has not been filled up with light. Maybe it's fear today. Maybe I'm worried. Maybe I'm scared. Maybe I'm scared about the diagnosis. Maybe I'm scared about tomorrow. Well, I want God to fill that space with light. Fill up every space. Do you guys hear that? Ask God today. Fill up every space. Because when he came here, the only reason, only way he can't fill up the spaces, you guys, is we say there's no room. There's no room. But you guys make room for Jesus to fill up those spaces. Say, let there be light. And when you say, let there be light, that means let God do his thing, okay? And then it says, look to him to do it. Look to the light, all right? Let there be light. When you speak, darkness has to bow. Confusion has its final hour. When you speak, Mountains rise and fall, it tears down every wall around me. When you speak, you breathe upon the dust, you come alive in us. When you speak, you silence every fear. We feel your spirit here around us. 
let there be light. You know, we think about that light, amen. I really love how she was talking about how he said, we are the light. We've got to be the ones ready to shine and, and allow the light of God to shine through us in our circumstances, our situations. You know, light is important, as she was touching, you know, in in the word. But where light is needed the most is where there's what? Darkness. Darkness. And we know people, amen, there's darkness in their lives, amen. Even we have dark times and spaces, amen. And that's when we need the light, amen. And the light should be able to shine and expel and push back the darkness, amen. We, we should be, you know, that city that's set up on a hill, letting our light shine, even in the midst of a storm. You know, think about the lighthouse, I mean, how many lives yes. have been saved because they could see the lighthouse yes. and they could guide them safely in, amen, instead of landing upon the rocks somewhere. Uh-huh. The lighthouse brought salvation to the sailor. How much more the light of Christ in our lives Amen. Can bring light. And as we allow the light to shine, they begin to see the Father operating in us. Amen. And, and how he does see if we watch Jesus, we would do what Jesus does. Amen. We will follow him. Amen. We will reckon, you know, I, I was yesterday I stopped to do a little shopping and I'm walking through the mall. You know, it wasn't outlets, all these stores all over the place, and I'm walking past. You know, they got lines to get in the stores because of social distancing. They don't let so many people in. You know, and I'm passing and looking at these people in the lines, but I'm more looking at the stores I'm going to go to. And I walk past the Gucci outlet, and then my phone started ringing about, you know, after I got about 20, 30 feet away. And I pick up the phone. It's my son, the DJ. He said, what you doing? I said, well, I'm doing some shopping for your mom. He said, you just walked by me. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't even 10 feet from him, 5 feet from him, because I walked right past the line that he was in, but I didn't see him because I'm looking everywhere else. You know, they said, you know, I, I seen you go by, and I said, I knew that walk, and I said, that's my dad. Because I had the man. Who's going to know me? And I say that to say, you know, call me to recognize, do we recognize how God moves? Yeah. No, he didn't see my face. Come on. He just seen me from behind, but... He still recognized how his father walks. And, you know, do we recognize how our, our heavenly father moves? Jesus. See, you can only see that when you're in the light. Yeah. yeah. You can only see that, amen, when you're allowing him, amen, to pervade your life in every situation and circumstance. He's got to be the one. He's got to be the example. So we're going we're gonna to do a little lighting here this morning. Hallelujah. I know some of you, you know, for each family, has been given one of these candles, amen. And we want to we wanna do what we as God's people should be doing. Yeah. You know, but it's one thing to be the light. But it's another thing to spread the light. Yes. To share the light. Mm-hmm. And it, it begins with, you know, maybe you at your workplace or you and your family or you, wherever you might be. But to begin to share that light, and as you share it, somebody else, they can share it, and it it goes on and on and on. And as we share the light, amen, then we're going to pray that it begins to move in our hearts and our minds to share the light. So I'm I'm going to just share with those on the front, then y'all just pass it on back, amen, to each family that's there. I'm going to start over here.
I go too fast. Yeah, let there be light. Amen. Are you sharing with them over there? See, this this is a natural example of what we should be doing spiritually. Pass it on down to prayer. Hallelujah. It starts with one. We pass it on and we pass it on. Till there's light all around us. When there's light all around us, more people can find their way out of the darkness because we're allowing the light to shine in us. And you know, as Pastor Linda was speaking about let there be light and then look to the light. See, right now, people are looking to so many other things. They're looking to the world. They're looking to their finances. They're looking to the doctors. When are we going to get the vaccine? And, you know, when, when are we going to be out of this or out of that? We're looking to everything else. The psychologists and the psychiatrists, amen, and looking to the drug pushers. They're looking to everybody. But what we need to be doing is looking to Jesus because he is the light of the world. Hallelujah. Amen. They are on getting a couple more. We want everybody, amen, and as we we get the light to you, we don't want nobody missing out, right? We want everybody in your circle, in your sphere of influence, amen, to have the light. Let the light shine each household. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead. Thank you, Lord. Come on, join in with us. God, let there be light in me so there can be light through me. Fill up every space, God. Fill up every space of doubt and unbelief. Let there be light so that when I go to others or when they look upon our lives, they see that we believe in the God that we're declaring about, that they they can see that we trust him and, and they'll want what we have. Thank you, Lord. Let there be light. And let... It's 
price has been paid, you guys. It can stay on. We don't have to turn it off. Because somebody at your job, you know, sometimes you might just turn it on when we come to church, but somebody at your job may need the light. Your neighbor may need the light. Come yeah. on. We don't know. Riding down the street and someone looking in your car, they may need the light. Let there be light. Amen. Let your Amen. light be in us, God. Yes. Let it shine forth in our attitude, in our yes, responses, in our mindsets, in the way we walk, in the way we talk. Let there be light. Thank Let you, the Lord. light be so bright that the pe- somebody can look right at you and say, that's the way Jesus. you do it in Jesus Christ. That's the way you live it out. Yeah. That's how you do it because your light's so bright. Let, it shine. Let there be light. God, I pray over every dark space. Thank you, Lord. I pray over those stubborn places. Thank you, Jesus. I pray over those hard spaces. I pray over those places that we don't know about. Or there's a certain amount of leveling up in your word. We need to go. Let there be light. God. Oh God. And make us that light. You said like a city that sits on a hill that cannot, cannot, cannot. Thank you Lord. God we pray for that light to invade Infuse our souls. Let there be light. Father, we want you to look down like you did on the day of creation. We want you to look down and be pleased. God saw the light and the light was good. Oh God, we ask right now that as you look upon each one of your children, your believers, that you can say, I see the light. Yes, Lord. And it is good. And God. That might be a distinguishing factor. Yes. That the world will know, you said, and you separated the light from the darkness. Yes, God, let it be that distinguishing factor. Let us not fade in, God, but let us stand out. So those that are in darkness, God, they can see the separation, God. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, we ask right now, God, let there be light. Let there be light. Thank you, Jesus. Light over our families. Yes, Jesus. Light over our marriages. Hallelujah. Light on the job, God. Let there be light wherever we are. Let there be light. Yes. When they see us, God, they see you. Because we're doing the works that you would have us to do through us in Jesus' name. Thank you. As mamas, as daddies, oh God, in all our relationships, let there be light, God. That our children will see the light of Christ. Yes. That our husbands, that our wherever we are, let there be light, God. Thank you. Let there be light. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, there may be somebody today. You haven't given your life to the Lord. There's all kind of trouble going on in in your life. There's despair. And you may be feeling a certain amount of depression and oppression this very day. And I speak to your spirit. Yes. Let there be light. Yes, Lord. Jesus is Is the the light. No greater light. And he can bring you out of darkness if you would just let him. 
So if you don't know him today and you haven't given him your heart, whether you be in this room or whether you be in your homeroom or where you be, wherever you may be, I pray that the light comes and that it just opens up your heart to receive him Thank today. Let there be light. No more stumbling around. No more groping in the darkness. Thank you. Let there be light. If you don't have a church home, you know, the Bible lets us know that we need to be planted in the house of God so that we can flourish. Let there be light. Stop trying to do it all by yourself. There's a family of God that can come in with you and walk with you and pray with you. We can grow together. Let there be light. You might have heard, you don't need all that. But I pray that the light of the word would come to you. And that you see where you are right now. And first acknowledge, I need help. I'm trying to do it by myself. But it's not coming to any good end. Let there be light. You need Jesus. Maybe you've left, backslidden, walked away from Christ. And the enemy's trying to tell you that God is mad at you. He doesn't want to have nothing to do with you. But I speak that God said he's married to a backslider and that he loves you. Let there be yes. light. Made it your mind. Let there be light. And come home. Because God is waiting for you with open arms to come back and get into the ark of Satan. I Thank pray you. over every one of us as we leave this place, darkness waits. But we are going to approach darkness with light. Let there be light. Let there be light. Wherever my feet go, let there be light. Thank you, Lord. Wherever my mouth, wherever my reach out, let there be light. God, let there be light. Let there be a passion to be light. Let there be a passion to be light. Because God said, we are the light. We are the light. Thank Amen. You, As we get ready to turn it over, our closing out. Thank you, God. Just remember, you know, Scripture tells us that everything done in the dark will come to the light. Will come to the light. So it's wow. better to come to the light now yes. than to wait for it to be exposed. Right. You know, at the judgment. Wow. Yes. It's going to be exposed. Yes. We want to be in the light. Yes. We want to be there now. Amen. Amen. So we thank God. Extinguish it. We turn it over to Pastor Sam to close us out. Come to blow up there.